My house is super haunted. A few nights ago, I heard running upstairs despite being home alone. I thought it was my cat, but he came downstairs and the running continued. I was a little spooked, but it's not the worst thing that's happened in this house. The running lasted for quite a while, plus a few knocks. The next morning, I was cleaning upstairs in that room and my cat crawled into a box of fabric. I thought he was being cute, so I said, aww, and started to pull out my phone to take a picture. While I was still reaching for my phone, I heard a mimicking, aww, right behind me. I completely froze and just let myself process it for a few seconds before checking the room. Obviously, I was still alone. That one spooked me a little. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white-picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. to the freaky deaky on this my least favorite day in the world there's always tomorrow though and as long as it's not nearly as shitty as today has been then i'm feeling all right you know one good thing that from from all the shittiness you might be able to hit that spooky place a little bit better oh i think i was in a very realistic spooky place very very recently yeah cliff's notes i lost everything for my business and also all my passwords and all of my notes and photos of my son and videos of my son those on my phone lost them they're all gone forever and everyone's gonna send any messages they're gonna be like hey did you check the icloud guess what yep i did i was here he checked he was, it all yeah christian was on he was witnessing me on the verge of a complete and total meltdown for about an hour straight. And I'm still on the verge of that meltdown, but instead of melting down, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try to melt up, friends. I'm gonna be honest with you. I just wanna point out one thing. No matter what you lost today, you still got a couple great things. What's that? The scripts to this podcast? Yeah, I guess that helps. No, you're, you're, you're son and wife, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I mean, I, I laugh, but that's not funny. That's my grandson and daughter. I know. I know. Better check yourself or check yourself. Wow. Hella street cred. Hella street. <laughs> Never been able to do it. Yeah. Never been able to do it. So if you're new to the show, we ask one thing of you, and that is that you listen to the episode. And if you enjoy it, they take a few seconds to rate it. We are trying to get around these pesky algorithms as best we can. And we have been suppressed, people. I don't want to sound like one of those conspiracy nuts, but you know the idea. Christian gets it. And he can't even deny this one. It uh, feels, yeah. This is a natural conspiracy. 
it's we, working. We were going to fight the power. But we can't, so that's fine. Well, we need help. Yeah, all, all we need from you is just a quick tap on that five star, and we are on our way. And we really do appreciate you guys have been lighting it up lately, and that is awesome. We love seeing that. Yeah, I want to just thank everybody. It's mm. The podcast is, is a lot of fun. A lot oh, yeah. of fun interacting with everybody. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Oh, yeah. And I know some of you are listening and being like, interacting. How are we interacting with Christian? And that's usually through the Facebook group. Now, we have a Facebook group attached to our Facebook page. If you can believe it, at Freaky Deaky Pod, you can find it there. Join in, come in, share paranormal experiences of your own, share episode ideas, discuss the episodes. Really, whatever you want to do. I mean, we're, we're open to anything and everything. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. That's right. And, um... It's at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram as well. Threads, all pretty much all of them, wherever we're at, that's pretty much it, except for TikTok, in which case it is at TFT Paranormal. Now we got all that nonsense out of the way. Uh, I feel like the last couple episodes have been kind of, we've been on a weird ride. You know, we're talking dreams, near-death experiences and stuff. I'm bringing it back home, bringing it back. The series that we started, I don't know, three months ago or something like that, which is Haunted House Horror Stories. And so this is volume Horror two. Horror Stories. Horror Stories, yes. Brothels. Biggest spike I've ever seen in my life just appeared on Christian audio timeline and that's fine <laughs> i'm not upset it's cool everything's been great today but yes haunted house horror stories where we're just gonna dive back into that that good old freaky deaky sauce and, and find some some killer stories from haunted houses inching closer to halloween next week is the halloween special and so we're like you know what bare bones let's go right back to the the start where it all started to where it all started which is talking about haunted houses but that's not where it all started it all started with a conspiracy theory but i'm not talking about just the podcast in general oh. sometime in the arcade past. Wow, here we go. Somebody was in a cave and it was haunted, but that was their home. It was their own voice when they talked, they'd hear echo and they're like, oh, oh. They were haunted by Neanderthals. Wow. Could you imagine that? Being I would rather not. And it's haunted, but it's haunted by Neanderthals. That does not sound like a great time, Christian. You're absolutely right. Then you go outside and there's a ghost of a T-Rex. Okay. Or some other yeah, why predator. Not? Yeah. Not technically a T-Rex because we weren't around when they were around, in my opinion. In your opinion, yeah, we got to preface that because half of the room here feels like they were around when humanity was around Jurassic Park style. But half the room would be wrong and it's not mine. Well, you can't really say that for sure. I just did. Well, that was a lie. That was a little demonic. Anyway, so yeah, folks, we're, we're back with Haunted House Horror Stories. And if you have a haunted house story of your own, have you ever experienced anything in, in a home that you were raised in? Christian and I both have crazy experiences in homes we were raised in. If you do, send it into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. We love hearing your stories. And they can make their way onto a listener story episode. And that's a lot of fun. Ask everyone. They all enjoy them. Right, everyone? This, you needed a little button for that. Uh, I should have hit the applause, but I didn't. I didn't think about it. It's too late now. Can't go back. Yeah, send them in the gang at thefreakydeaky.com or leave us a up to, I believe, three-minute voicemail at 801-997-0051. Reminded me, I also have to log into Google Voice so that I can access our voicemails once more. Isn't this a treat? All my apps and everything I love is gone. Let's get into the episode. Wait, it's okay to also send multiple messages. There's no shame in that. Yeah, Marlene, we appreciate you. You are the real MVP. Everyone here knows it. They all say it when you're not around. Even the ghosts say it. Even the ghosts. We we heard them. Or they're demons. But for this episode, they're ghosts. My recollection. What? <laughs> I know. I know, man. Don't, 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 don't. My recollection. Oh, this is going to be yeah. a song I'm, someday. I'm slowly going to start building a song out of all your weird noises. Anyway. What if we went viral? 
or just a dumbass song like that. Christian, I like to live in reality where that never happens. So until it does, let's get into these haunted house stories, shall we? I'm ready. Scare me. All right. This first one is from Foxy Pants. This is a... Never mind. Yeah, you stopped yourself because the algorithm was listening. Yeah. It was like, what What was that, Christian? What were you going to say? This is a what story? Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, and it is called One is the Loneliest Number. Ooh. Good, Ooh. good title. Thank you. My parents bought a, at this point, 110-year-old house about 10 years ago. Not smart. Not smart ever. And it feels everybody but me has had a paranormal experience in the house. My parents said that they've seen a short, kind of chubby ginger kid appear at random spots in the house. Sometimes just standing in the washer-dryer room and vanishing. Sometimes they'd see him at the top of the stairs and he'd walk towards my room. Hooray! And disappear. Eventually my parents were tired of it, so they had my grandfather, a very Christian guy, come and bless the house and the appearances stopped. My brother has talked about staying up late at night and hearing someone walk up the stairs they're very old, so they are very squeaky. Walk on the closed door, jiggle the knob, original doors, so there, there was a quarter turn of play in the knobs. Jiggle the doorknob a bunch, stop, and walk back down the steps and stop. Didn't hear a door open or close, they just, stepped at, they just stopped at the bottom of the steps. My mom has also described seeing something peek out from around corners at her as she's sitting watching TV at night. She thinks it's probably just her slowly falling asleep and seeing things, but it's still unsettling for her. There was a period of time where the mudroom door would kind of flex randomly like a change of air pressure. This usually happens whenever someone opens an outside door and closes it, but nobody ever was near a door or the doors were locked. Probably just some weird phenomena caused by an old house, but it's still creepy. And yet here I am who probably spent the most time up and alone in the middle of the night in that house, not seeing or hearing anything that wasn't explainable from night terrors and sleep paralysis. I feel his pain. As which an, I've always had at multiple houses. Yeah, as a night owl, I get that. Like, I'm up yeah. during the witching hour, and I don't see anything. I know, yeah. that I, I was thinking of you during the story. I'm like, damn, that's like some Christian stuff right there, where you're just like... Ghosts aren't real and everywhere else in the house is like, did you see that weird chubby ginger kid that was spouted? Like just randomly running across our rooms. Anyway. Where'd you go? Oh, I was thinking, I was reading a bunch of stories yesterday and so many of them said sleep with the lights on. In like the middle of it, like I had to sleep with the lights on. Right? And I was like, damn, did I actually name a show good for once? Uh, Yeah, it's so been more than once. But that the freaky deaky was a, a flop, I'm afraid. But here we are, you know, chugging along. You know, we can always shorten it. TFD. Had a little short one. Yeah. TFD Paranormal would might be the next step, step. Super Nuts. And we can still keep the same name. Super Nuts is perfect. Yeah. Welcome back to Super Nuts. Where you keep the show where your... we get you a soup or a bag of nuts. Oh, I was going to be like, the, sh the show about porn. Wow. Super Nuts. There you go. Wow, Christian. Good job. Or Cop Squirrels. Yeah. So steering away from everything that that was... What do you think of that story? Do you remember any of it? Yes, I do. That okay. was a, I felt that story only because that would be me. Yeah. What's fascinating is, is the multiple people seeing this little chunky redheaded kid. Yeah. Um, that's always fascinating to me when multiple people see the same thing, because even if it's not like a ghost, the fact that multiple people would see the same thing or envision the same thing with mm -hmm. whatever's going on in their mind is has some pretty astronomical odds. If you take the ghost thing out, it's probably similar type of odds to it actually being a ghost. 
So it's always yeah. really hard to explain I'd that actually, kind of stuff. I would say that there there's higher odds that it is a ghost. I'm afraid to say that because I, I uh, math was one of my worst mm. subjects. So I don't. You don't know which direction to go. I've, I'm just saying the odds are astronomical either way. Yeah. Even actually, we, no. I would say it's lower odds. See, when you start talking math, I'm like, wait, did I get backwards? Yeah, lower odds that it's a ghost. It's probably like you. So you're saying it's. More Wait, likely for two it. people to mentally. No, damn it, I had it right yeah, the first time. Scott, right go first. back. Yeah, go back the first time. Higher odds that it's a ghost. I'd say about two hundred thousand to one. That might be the case. I mean, it's hard to prove. But at we this don't need point. to. This is a paranormal podcast. That's all we had to say. We're on the air right now, Christian. We're proving it with our words. We're speaking it into the universe. The ghosts are real. Words are magic. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, there's that. I guess. Yeah, I had the complete opposite experience in my home growing up. I was the only one that saw stuff, so everyone just thought I was crazy. But in reality, you boy, well, I grew up to have a paranormal podcast in my 30s. So I guess, you know what? Probably not that far off the mark, but it's worked out is what I'm saying. Anyway, this next story, if I may, is called I'm a Freak, I'm a Weirdo. Uh, and it's by Southpaw7896. Great song. I know. One of my favorite of all time. One of my favorite bands. Radiohead? Yeah, I love Radiohead. Weird flex, but all right. My friend Carl's last apartment had two ghosts. The end. No. One was a little girl who would play with your hair while you were hanging out in the living room, as well as running along the vertical blinds, making them swing back and forth. The second I never saw or heard, but I did feel him. One night, I locked myself out of my apartment. We lived in the same complex, one building over from each other. So I asked to crash at Carl's place for the night while he went to work. But he had told me, don't go into his room. There is a male ghost who will tell you that you do not belong there. Mm. His previous roommate had let several friends crash in his room and a tall black shadow opened the door and said, get out to all of them. Freak them the hell out. So here I am on the couch in the living room, head on the end of the couch that looks down the hall to the bedrooms and bathroom. I swear I was being watched and then it hit me. I needed a pee. And the bathroom is right across the hall from Carl's bedroom. Fantastic. So I slowly creep down the hall, and about five feet from my goal, I said, Hey man, I just need to use the bathroom. Then it felt like a cloud of energy got pulled back inside the bedroom despite the door being closed. So I did my thang and hauled ass back to the couch, but I put my head on the other end of the couch. Nothing outstanding, but really just a creepy vibe. On the positive side, at least Carl had someone looking out for him. Weird. When you first said a, a the, the shadowy bl black figure, I was like, and then get out. I was like, Jordan Peele? Wow. Shadowy black figure, racist. But you can say it because you're black to an extent. I'm not going to give you the full, you know. I get it. You get it. That's the best That's the best fine. way to say it. Just leave it like that and people well, be like, wait. Sometimes I like to add to it and make it even more awkward, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Now you have people guessing out there like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Those stories where like, entities actually appear to people and say get out are crazy dude like that's terrifying nobody is wants an, that which is the reason i bring up jordan peele because jordan peele plays off that old joke by eddie murphy hmm. of why certain people don't get out what's the, what's wrong with them well you know it's like that joke i, I won't go into the joke people yeah. that know eddie murphy from back yeah. in the day know that joke because people it's are probably familiar yeah and if you're not check it out get familiar anyway I mean, we've heard a lot of stories over the years of being told you don't belong somewhere, but that seems a little much. Like, literally, people are crashing in the bedroom, and this big old black shadow entity or whatever opens the door and is like, get out. 
You know, know, like that's way too, that's extreme, man. I like the care that this guy put into it where he talked to this entity. Yeah. He's like, what's up, bro? Anyway, I'm just peeing. Just crashing on my friend Carl's. I'm not going to go into the bedroom. Don't worry. That's what I'm going to start saying. If I don't want people to go into my bedroom, like if people are house sitting back, yo, just make sure you don't go in our bedroom. It is crazy in there. Don't say it. Cause that's just, it's the minute Mm -hmm. some, you tell somebody something. Not to go somewhere, not to do something. But if you say a demon occupies it, they might be a little more hesitant. They might be like, wow, that's, I mean, Scott's never been known for being completely insane. So, I mean, I guess there's been moments, but yeah. So anyway. I mean, we share a lot of stories. We do. On this podcast that start off with people knowing they shouldn't be doing something, but they still go do it and have Mm. some kind of experience. Tisk, tisk, tisk. When are these people going to learn? This never. isn't Scooby-Doo. They're not, because they're people. We never learn that kind of stuff. That's true. We never do learn that kind of stuff. Which brings us to our next story from Hand of the West Wind. And it goes, apart from specters appearing at random intervals, the most chilling was the night before Christmas. Well, I should have this for the Christmas episode. Yeah. Because <clears throat> only that mouse was stirring or whatever. For background, the spirit in our home had proved to be very possessive of me and kept attempting to keep me from my boyfriend and win my attention. Maybe affection? Every night he would be working into the wee hours. I fell asleep in our room with the bedroom door unlocked to grant him easy access. Every night when he got home, it was firmly locked. I heard him calling for me in other rooms while showering and would emerge to find the house always empty and boyfriend at the gas station or in the backyard. It would sit next to me on the bed, appear to me while bathing, rap on the wall when I was alone, always after my attention. My then boyfriend was deployed and I was just starting on a glass of wine settling into the living room couch. We had decorated right before he left but I was lonely and hadn't heard from him in a day or two. A few tears slipped and I heard a sound. No branch had moved, there was no breeze or fan but a glass ball had gently dropped from the tree onto the wood floor without breaking. I stared at it as it stayed in place for a second under the tree, then it slowly rolled four feet in my direction, over the lip of the thick, heavy rug which shouldn't have been possible, and stopped directly in front of my feet. The first of many gifts to cheer me up, I received a vintage children's card, a queen of spades with torn edges and yellow paper, shortly after. I don't know where it came from. It appeared one day, and when I would throw it out, it would appear somewhere else. The garage, the windowsill, under the bed. One time my boyfriend threw it out as if in angry retaliation while I was in the bath that evening. The spirit of a woman sat on my chest, pressing me into the water. I couldn't move. It was like a night terror, but with risk of drowning. She had such a twisted, hateful face. After a moment of clawing at the sides of the tub, I was released. We sold the house earlier this year and moved across the country. We found out that the previous owner had been a depressed manic hoarder who kept animals she seemingly abused in the home. I don't know what had happened to her, if it's guaranteed she died in the house or what, but the spirit that dwelled there was the unhappiest thing I'd ever encountered. I almost feel sorry for it. Wait, why was it giving her gifts to cheer her up then if it was unhappy? I mean... I mean, the fact the, that the it, sitting on her in a bathtub, not as happy that, as it sounds. Sometimes. That sounded like something different. That's more succubus. You think so? Succubus? Sitting on her chest in, in the bathtub and drowning her? I mean, a, I've a, never heard a succubus do that. Like you're thinking like the thing or whatever that sits in her chest, right? The little demon, the sleep paralysis demon. The well, old, I've heard the that old too, hag. but I've heard some old stories of succubuses doing something similar. Mm. Not just the dirty stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Ooh, yeah. 
don't 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 rub my large head. The end. <laughs> the ridicule. The ridicule. Anyway, yeah, that's that's kind of creepy. That's that's usually only something you see in horror movies, man. Is ah, I'm gonna take a nice relaxing bath. Oh God, something's pushing me under the water. Or the water turns blood red. That's a classic as well. Hasn't happened to me. The thing is, don't ever take baths, people. That's the the answer here. Baths are so relaxing. I guess there's been a couple scary shower scenes too, but it is what it is. Just don't bathe. That works. I think that works. Give it a try. I still think there's two different entities in there. But maybe the woman that sat on her chest was just really very, into her. Is very jealous because and needs the attention. Yeah, because it, it, she said it needed or it wanted her attention. That is, yeah, exactly. Or affection. I don't know, man. Those like possessive ghosts seem kind of weird. Seems like a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, what are they doing? What are they doing on the other side? They like someone walks in and like she's beautiful. I must have her. But then some old curmudgeonly ghost doesn't feel that way. You'd think, if anything, the old guy would be horny as hell. He'd be like, oh, until finally a hot piece of ass came in the house. Maybe the older the guy ghost or the older ghost is more balanced, mm. and you know, because there's more to life. Than just that. Sure. Don't just make it sound like that's all guys are after. I mean, it is. Wow. In a Christian, lot of cases. Trying to turn it around on me. But, so sexist of you. But. Against men. It, it just sounds like two different things. Yeah. In the same house, which we've heard a million times. Why sit on our chest, though? You know what I mean? Like, why not just push her into the water with your hands? Why you got to get your butt involved? See, I in, in the bathtub scene, in this case, not in this particular movie. Picture, if you will, a bathtub scene. Now you're a perv. <laughs> um, that one almost feels like she fell asleep. And, and like drowned. <laughs> like and it was like oh, sleep paralysis in a way. Mm. Yeah, I guess I could maybe see that. I mean, we'd have to reach out to other people falling asleep in bathtubs. Which is something I'm not against doing. I've done it. And sometimes it's scary as hell. Oh, I've never fallen asleep in a bathtub. I'm saying I'm not against reaching out to people that I have. But oh, who's yeah. going to reach out to us and say, hey, Scott, I fell asleep in a bathtub. I'll say, I'm. I know just the place for this story. Bathtub hauntings. Well, that sounds terrifying. It'd be interesting if we could find a bunch of bathtubs. <laughs> what a strange episode that would be. <laughs> you guys have heard of haunted houses, but have you ever encountered haunted bathrooms? Very exclusive. Very niche. That's just what this podcast was needs. Niche. You're thinking of Nietzsche. Uh, that too, but... Yeah. What's the next story? That's for me to know and for you to find out in about three to five seconds. Yeah, so anyway, this next one is called... Bathead, and it's by James Bong, 007. Beer, 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 beer. No. What, a great, just, what a great name. <laughs> what a great, great name. I just, oh my gosh, sorry. I'm not going to go there. I believe I had a pair. I just freeball it. And when you have a pair, sometimes that's the best thing to do. Yeah, sometimes. I lost my Wow, cool. What are things we shouldn't say into the microphone for 100 million I only get nervous because because sometimes I forget to or like I phase out when I'm editing episodes. No, I'm I just worry about that kind of stuff here because Atlas, oh, Atlas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be fine till we're done with the episode. I'm sorry. Just so anyway, if I may continue with the episode, Christian, if you're done looking for your like a teenager with blue hair, wish I had blue hair like you. Wow. Well, let's not get into that again. Um. Anyway, Badhead James Bong 007. Growing up, I used to live in a fairly large two-story house. I'm pretty sure it was built in the early 1900s because when we moved in during the mid-90s, my dad told me it was 100 years old at that point. It was a really cool house with a huge backyard, but there were some really creepy parts. The basement, of course, 
was dark, unfinished, and had two small rooms facing each other. One of the rooms was creepy. It had these weird dividers on the floor made of plywood, kind of like how you would imagine stalls in a horse stable, but on a much smaller scale. Tiny horses. No, those those are for human victims. Horses. Oh, victims. In the late 1800s. Mmm, beautiful. Delicious. Anyway, on the landing heading to the second floor was a big door about halfway up the wall that led to the attic space. The door wasn't attached in any way, it was just kind of leaned up against the jam. This attic was creepy because on the walls were newspaper clippings of people with their eyes scratched out. <laughs> like that is some super cliche horror movie thing, but seeing it in real life was spooky. Makes my victims, human victims stall seem a little bit more... Yeah, a little more likely, Christian. Yeah. Wow. Brace yourself. You might be correct. <laughs> there was always a lot of weird noises in that house. It was it was old, so it's to be expected. We would hear creaks and knocks, sometimes the occasional bang. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ooh, yeah. But we would rarely see anything really strange. It didn't seem like a haunted house at all. That is until one day my younger brother and my cousin were playing with a webcam, making a video on Windows Movie Maker. Oh, that sends me back. Sends me back. Hmm. I found a bunch of my old home movies from when I was like 15 on YouTube the other day. And I'm like, no one is ever going to see these. Find it. Anyway, yeah, everyone's going to go looking for it now. Like, was this you? I'm like, no. Is that like that time I did another podcast? Hmm. Like, do I want people to find it? Oh, uh, well, here we go. Go find it. I tried to find it. I couldn't even find it. So good luck to you guys. Anyway. It's there. Sure. In the video, my brother starts adjusting the camera, and as soon as he moves his hand away, you can very clearly see something moving behind them, which quickly ducks behind them and disappears. My brother didn't notice, but my cousin did. He quickly turned around to check, but didn't see anything. We watched that video over and over, and I eventually noticed that you can see whatever it is actually materialize while my brother is moving the camera around. Whatever it was, it looked kind of like the head of a bat, but about the size of a fist. Spooky. I've seen and heard a lot of weird things aside from that, but that was the only real experience from that creepy ass house. Bat head, size of a fist. I have small fists. That's a big ass bat. That is a big ass bat. We don't use those aren't bats you find in this country. This is no country for big ass bats. These uh they're being haunted by a South American bat. There Maybe you go. that's what was being held there. Who's to say, yeah, a bunch of tiny dividers on the floor for bats. No one would ever suspect a thing. Any, first off, any place with a ba basement is either haunted or demonic. Yeah, our garage is technically a basement, but it's spooky. It's spooky oh, you're, down there. Garages don't count. Ghosts don't like cars. Well, there's a crawl space in there that's equally as spooky. Oh, you should see the crawl place, scrawl, crawl space in my closet. My recollection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you gone in there? Yeah. Just to check it out, or I forgot what I had to go down there for. Is it really small? No, it's big. Like you can stand up in it. You can't stand straight up, but you can stand up. But You've it's... been in ours, right? You've seen it. it's like four feet, probably. So you have to yeah. like you have to like duck walk when you're in there. Yeah, this one you you go down probably like six feet. Oh, wow. but it, but also like certain parts of the house, if you go toward where the kitchen is, hmm. it gets narrower. You see any like squatters? No. No, luckily huh. no. And I checked for places for them to get in and there's not really anything. That's good. But it, yeah, it's it's about as, I mean, it goes from the bedroom closet out to the kitchen, which is a pretty good distance. To the window, to the wall. 
Huh. A lot of old shit stored down there. Yeah. Hey, guys, more of this crawl space talk. We love it. Signed, every listener of this podcast. We should probably get back to... Let's do it. I'm tired of the crawl space. Find out, yeah, where all the demons and ghosts creepy. are. Too creepy for us. No, thanks. I do have a nice long one. I'm not going to sound... Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to sound... If you, like that if you don't clip that, that little piece out and use it at some point, all our it. listeners are going to really know how unfair you are. I have a little short one. <laughs> yeah. I'll use it right next to that. No. Um, this one is hella long, though, for the record. All perverted jokes aside. And it's just called Haunted by Netflix. No, I'm just kidding. This isn't a Netflix. Don't hit us with the old C&Ds, all right? We didn't uh, promote that or de-promote it, whatever it yeah. is. I might just cut the whole thing out. I have the power. Like He-Man. Was that He-Man? This is why gods are dangerous. Wow. So anyway, getting back to me and how great I am. Um, yeah, this is by Dervrak. I spent my childhood until I was nine in McLean, Virginia, suburbs of Washington, D.C. I lived there with my parents and three siblings who were much older, 14, 16, and 17, until they had all moved out by the time I was around six. Can I say that first off that this is... Wow. Can you say it with your mouth and not your <laughs> hand actions? We're in Civil War area. Okay. McLean? It's a suburb of Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Yeah. So we already know there's potential for ghost. Well, there you have it, folks. Didn't have to get more than a paragraph in and Christians figured it out. The house was a single level with a large finished basement. I had various paranormal experiences as a child. The most common was a woman's voice randomly saying my name. Creepy. I've had that happen. Even when my parents were out in the yard and I was alone in the house. It was never threatening, just a woman with a normal voice calmly saying my name. Dervrak. Is that calming or is that sex hotline? I can't really figure it out. Anyway. Sometimes it's hard to tell with your voice. It really is. It really is. Though, of course, it scared the hell out of me. The other experience I had was really creepy. Sometimes if I woke up in the middle of the night, a scene would be playing on my bedroom wall. Always the same scene, an old-fashioned horse and buggy pulling up and a woman getting out. It was faded and jittery like it was being played on an old projector and had a sort of strobe effect. Always the same scene, and then it would just stop and the room would go dark again. The last experience I had was the scariest and thankfully the last. It was the week my family was getting ready to move. My aunt and uncle had come down to help and I was playing hide and seek with my cousins. I hid in a downstairs closet. The last thing I remember is a sensation of hands around my neck strangling me. The next thing I remember is my cousin standing over me screaming for help. My parents rushed me to the emergency room they checked me over and over and could find nothing wrong. The doctor concluded I had suffered an asthma attack, though I had no history of asthma before or after that one event. So we move into a newly built and absolutely the most unhaunted house in existence. And over the years, I had just chalked my experiences up to an overactive childhood imagination. Fast forward 10 years, I'm now a freshman in college and my brothers and sisters are all in for Thanksgiving. Conversation turns to the old house in McLean, and my sister says, I was never so happy as the day I got married and moved out of that haunted hellhole. This is the first I have ever heard any of my family say they had similar experiences. So for the first time ever, we began comparing notes. My sister told us about seeing a woman in a white dress on several occasions. In one instance, she was laying in bed and on the phone when she saw a woman walk into her bedroom, stand by the mirror, fidget like she was putting on an earring and then just walk out. 
My sister said she assumed it was her mom, though mom was always the blue jeans type, so my sister was curious why she was dressing up. My sister hung up the phone and walked into the kitchen, and my mom was just standing at the sink in her blue jeans doing dishes. She asked mom if she was just in her room, and mom said, no, I've been doing dishes for the last half hour. That's a long time to be doing. How many dishes you got? It's going to take you a half hour. This was back in like the 90s or before, sounds like. So back then it took longer. Good grief. Modern days. If it takes me more than 10 minutes, tell you what, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. Pretty soon AI will be doing our dishes. Wow. Hey, ChatGPT, can you please do my dishes? No, human idiot. I am computer. It talks. Anyway, my brothers seemed embarrassed and wouldn't go into detail about what they saw. They just kind of blew it off by saying, we saw some strange things, but we were smoking a lot of dope at the time, so who knows what was real and what wasn't. Likewise, my mom said we were pretty much all crazy as she had spent the most time in the house, more than anyone, and never saw anything whatsoever. Though my sister told me later that wasn't entirely true, as mom had told her once when she was much younger about seeing, quote, the women in white. Sounds like my kind of place. Wow. She just said that mom was, was so determined that none of them talk about it around me when I was young, and the subject was so off-limits that mom had actually convinced herself it never happened. My dad had perhaps the most bizarre story. He was an electrician and had a workshop in the basement. One day he was working with his soldering iron, sat it down on the workbench, turned around to pick up a tool, and when he turned back around, it was simply gone. Needless to say, he was a bit worried that a hot soldering iron had fallen somewhere and might start a fire, so he, see so he searched all over for it, but it was simply nowhere to be found. At first, he thought one of my brothers was playing a prank, but he realized they couldn't have gotten into the workshop and grabbed it without him seeing, and when he went to check, neither of them were even home. Eventually, he just threw up his hands in the air in disbelief and went out and bought another one. Then fast forward several months to Christmas time. The Christmas tree and all the decorations were kept in a closet next to the workshop. During the year, there were boxes piled around the door so it wasn't even accessible. Dad opens the door and turns on the light and there lays his soldering iron right on top of the very first box, the cord tightly wound around it and looking like it had been gently sat right where it would be seen. Curiously, this was the exact same closet I had the strangling incident in. Then my dad tells a really scary story. He said that after he and my mom got married and bought the house, and before any of us kids came along, his niece was trying to get a job in DC, so she asked if she could move in until she found a job. He told her sure and fixed up a bedroom in the basement so she could have some privacy. The first night, he and my mom were awakened to a loud scream. Dad grabbed his gun from the nightstand and rushed downstairs thinking there must be an intruder. His niece was sitting on the edge of the bed, her face pale white, a look of terror on it. He tried to get her to say what happened, but she would just shake her head and refuse to talk about it. She absolutely would not go back in the basement and wouldn't even get near the basement door when it was open. She slept upstairs on the couch for two days until she could make arrangements to go back home. She wouldn't even go back in the basement to get her belongings. Dad had to pack them up for her. He really never had much contact with her after that, but eventually asked her mother if she ever said what she saw. Her mother claimed that she had seen someone come into the room she thought it was just my dad coming back after having forgotten to tell her something. But when she sat up to talk, the figure of a man was grinning at her with a swollen, blackened face, eyes swollen shut, covered in blood, and a grinning teeth protruding from shriveled purple lips. Pretty much the exact last thing you'd ever want to see. Civil War victim. Wow. That does not check out. But how does that not check out? It's 
swollen, blackened face, eyes swollen shut, covered in blood, grinning teeth protruding from its shriveled purple lips. Yeah. So, uh, That's oh. someone that got stabbed with a bayonet? It died and bloated and turned black. It's what bodies do. Wow. And then it decided to use it to terrorize a young girl. Making stuff up. And after hearing all this, my sister gets curious and did some research. The house was part of a group of houses built by a housing developer in the mid-1920s. At that time, most people lived near where they worked, but he got the idea he could build a housing development for upper-income federal workers who would like to live in a more rural setting and commute to work. This idea was actually about 25 years ahead of its time, as suburbs really didn't exist in the 1920s. He worked out a deal with a contractor. If he built the houses, he could have one of his choices payment. Unfortunately, when the stock market collapsed, the country went into a depression. Both the developer and the contractor lost everything. The contractor ended up hanging himself in the house he had picked for his own, which, you guessed it, was ours. The house sat empty for several years, and I just want to take a minute. You were wrong. Um, the house I could sat- be wrong on this one. Wow, I could be. We just heard it from the dude. But I still fine. like Civil War ghost stories uh, better. Of course. Though. Of course. The house sat empty for several years and then was bought by a couple with no children. The husband died shortly thereafter, but the wife lived there for the rest of her life until she passed away and my parents purchased it. Reading between the lines, I think the bad spirit in the basement that my dad's niece saw and tried to choke me was the ghost of the contractor that had killed himself in the house. I think the lady in white was harmless, maybe even protective, probably the old lady that lived there prior to my parents. I also think she was the one that whispered my name. As for the horse and buggy, I don't think that was really even related to the house. Just some scene from long before the house was built that were played over and over. On a side note, the house was torn down in 2009 and and now a swanky looking million dollar home sits in its place. Gentrification. And also haunted, probably. They're going to get it as well, if not even worse. Not sure if the spirits have now found rest, but I have noticed the house has already been un has been resold three times since 2012 when it was built. So people don't seem to be staying long. Ooh. The horse and buggy reminded me of that famous video of on the Civil War grounds where you could see those people, those soldiers walking in the trees. Oh, yeah, yeah. That gave me the same kind of vibes. The story's yeah. a lot different in different areas, but that, that first part reminded me of that where you see that same scene playing over and over again. Yeah, but see, for me, it being projected on the wall, you know what I what I instantly visualized about that? What? Do you remember the movie Sinister? Is that what I'm thinking of? Where's like, it's like a projector, but like it always showed like the, the family that was in the house or whatever being like having fun and then they were dead. <laughs> like I, I do remember it. Okay. It, it reminds me of that. Just like I picture this old, you know, Western kind of tone to it where it's just all kind of dingy yellow sepia or whatever. And it's, and it's on the, it's on the wall and you're like, okay, that would be super freaky to wake up and see that man. Like it just, you're like, where's the number one projector at in my room? I don't remember having one. Number two, make this stop immediately. I mean, does it, is it worse than being chucked out by a ghost? No, but is it still creepy as hell? Yeah, absolutely. It is. When you were, when he was talking about how maybe that person that hung themselves, choked him sometimes i wonder like just because a ghost or a person did that to himself and then potentially later haunted the place doesn't mean it was be choking people but maybe that's our reaction certain people you know how we always talk about certain people can see things and other people like me can't 
Yeah. Maybe. And the fact that the doctor said it was an asthma attack. Mm. Maybe the this, one and only of the life. Right. Which, yeah. which some asthma attacks, I think, or things that are similar to asthma attacks are a little bit more of an allergic reaction. Sure. Yeah. Asbestos. No. Yeah, but, or as ghostess. As ghostess. You know, maybe yeah. this person can't handle being in the vicinity of a ghost and just or that wasn't, happens. Wasn't that also the closet that the guy had hanged himself in? Yeah. That, was that the right one? So maybe. Maybe he's feeling. Person, yeah, maybe if this person's really like in tune with the spiritual or the the other side or whatever, that that's what that strangling was. Was it wasn't hands, it was a rope. Which having asthma pretty bad as a kid, I can get that feeling. I understand that. Like not being able to breathe is not being able to breathe. Whatever's causing it. That is not fun. That's not a good time. No. Hmm. Yeah, man, that's a very wild story. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of ways we could turn that into a film and make it really sinister. Well, we can't make it sinister because that's already been done. Well, it wasn't. You didn't want to like remake it with new elements from this story we found. No, I'm just saying it would be a sinister movie, not a sinister movie. Yeah, it would be a sinister movie, not a sinister movie. Right. Yeah. You you understand. Sure. Why not? It's a kangaroo court around here as it is. Why not? Why not spruce it up with a bunch of the same words, you know? Why do they call it a kangaroo court? I forget, but something about Australians. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. That ain't right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I know we do We do have Australian listeners, and uh, I will never emotionally recover from this. I'm sorry. You should be. I am ashamed. I have brought great shame to my both my country. Well, my country brings a lot of shame to itself, so I don't got to worry about that. Yeah, you don't but, have to do anything. Yeah, I don't got to do nothing. But for my Australian listeners, come on. And us saying that doesn't mean we don't like the country. It I love, means we I love, love you. Be, I love being in this country, and it's a privilege. But wow, the government's listening. But you're allowed to be like, yeah. Sometimes where you're stupid. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. And that ends the oddly patriotic and anti-patriotic. It's not anti-patriotic portion. at all. Get it's, em. government. Get them. You're it's, listening. Get it's, it's just being realistic. Sometimes we are bad. We're humans. Right. I say that all the time on this podcast. Okay. We mean well. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, this final episode, this final episode, the show's ending. No, this final, this final story. It was really a bad day for Scott. It was. Yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, well, that's the only thing that didn't get deleted. So I guess I have to keep it. Otherwise I'm selfish. Uh, Now I got to go sacrifice something. That's right. To make sure that you didn't anger the gods. Well, if it's my happiness, you don't got to worry about it because that's already gone. All right. I I believe I had a pair. What? just happened i have no idea I must did your hit, soundboard get possessed i must have hit three at the same time don't don't, don't don't i think that was super nuts i think whatever happened there were, were the gods telling you calm the hell down scott yeah. it's a bird it's a plane it's super nuts <laughs> oh god now it's we understand too much fun now we understand why that squirrel what, what, what movie was that in the animated movie that squirrel over that oh ice age yeah Wow. Those were super nuts. No, it was just the one. Jurassic nuts had to have been wow. super. Stop. If you give me any more sound bites with nuts and weird. You started it. I believe you did. I you didn't inspired tell you to say super nuts. me to talk about nuts. It's much better than beans. Rub my large head. That's what that ghost in the closet said. Hmm. Anyway, if I may close this out with a little short one. I have a little short one. No, me first, Christian. Anyway, it's called The Basement Apartment. Basements again. And we're back. I used to live in a basement apartment when I was in grad school. The landlady lived in the main house, and while she herself was super nice and cool, 
Her house always felt really off to me. However, she charged a reasonable amount of rent, and I was only two miles from school. About a week or two after I moved in, I had gone to bed and the apartment was pitch black at night. If my landlady ever wanted to speak to me, I would hear the doors above the stairs unlock and she would call out to me. One night, I heard movement on the steps, but I didn't hear her unlock the doors, and it was probably two in the morning. She certainly didn't call me saying she needed to talk to me. She said she needed something else. Ooh, yeah. I hear these heavy steps descending the stairs, but I'm so scared that I shrink further in my bed to hide. The floor begins to creak towards my bed and then nothing for a few seconds. I'm not sure if it is safe to relax and go back to bed. Then I hear the doorknob start to turn. My fear makes me so scared that I pull the covers over my head to hide. I prayed the whole time under the covers. The next thing I know, it's finally morning. I stayed in that apartment for two years. When it was my graduation, I slept in a hotel because there was no room for my family to sleep. That night in the hotel was the first restful sleep I had in what felt like forever. What walked up to him? I don't know. It's kind of like, remember that, that first story, the um, guy that walked up the stairs, jiggled the handle or whatever, and then walked down the stairs? The idea that, and we didn't really touch on this, but going back to that story, the idea that they never heard it leave is probably the creepiest part of that, that the steps just descend, descend the stairs and then stop. And you're like waiting for it to leave. Because like, if you know, if that's a closure on it, if you hear the door open and close, you're like, okay, it's gone. But I would always just think it's still standing there. It freaked me the hell out. Yeah, like you can't see it. I mean, you do that classic game where you sh- pretend like you shut the door and, and are mm-hmm. gone and pull somebody. I just saw a video of a mom do that to her daughter when her daughter was online. Classic. I believe I saw that as well. Wow, they're really just recycling everything on the internet these days, huh? Yeah, which is... It's funny when we see the same things because I think our social media feeds are completely different. Yeah. And you know what I actually, and we should maybe work it into an episode and I'm not going to go too into it right now because this is definitely not that episode, but I think we should do something on the idea of, I think it's called the dead internet theory. Uh, That's a pretty fascinating one. It is. But recently I've been more inclined to believe it. Like literally on Facebook, almost if you look at any ad, right? Any ad that has a ton of comments literally go through his comments and most of them are like the exact same thing and most of them are being like amen and how or listening from this country listening from this country and you're like nowhere in the description in the video anywhere do they say hey let us know below where you're listening from but like i've been noticing noticing such a trend in all the videos and it's always the stupid ass ones where it's like hey let's make a cake out of 400 million calories and see how diabetic coma start you know i've been there yeah, but I watch it because I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I should just watch someone bake, I guess. What's this? Oh, cool. Yeah. So anyway, outside of all that, we need a dead internet theory. Let's, if you're in the Facebook group, let us know if you are aware of that or if you think it'd be a good idea and we'll get working on it. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Mainly Christian. I will get Christian working on it. I like dead Big, big butts and he cannot lie, but he also is going to do this. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the, the episode, you know, that's it. I feel haunted. Dun, 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 dun. See you later. No. Yeah, man. And I'm still not a believer. Really? But I am a believer that weird things happen. Wow. And I would like to know why and what causes them. Tell me why. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they making a comeback? No, you were thinking in sync, but. Oh, that they're better anyway. Yeah, there you go. Christian sounds off on 90s boy bands. Yeah, did you have a favorite episode or a favorite story from this episode? Or is there one that you thought maybe was more like, wh- why don't you believe any of these stories, dude? How many years do I have to tell you ghost stories 
and weird stories until you're like, you know what, Scott? You did it. I just read a Star Wars book the other day. I don't believe that story. Wow. So? I, I like the first story the most, I think. I don't know why. The one where the person wasn't getting any paranormal experience. Oh, it's because you relate. To, that's why. Okay, yeah, I, that I makes don't know sense. why. I'm like, yeah, of course you know why. You relate to it. You feel lonely out there. It's I like, do. It's like it's a Christmas party going on outside and it's raining outdoors and you're sitting there standing at the window, sadly looking in and everyone's drinking eggnog and singing carols and someone's at the piano and they're, and they're playing the hits, Christian, and you're really just looking in there and you're like, you know what? I wish that was me. I wish I could see demons. Yeah. And ghosts well, and yetis, not just the kind with my cold beverages in it. Wow. The Classic. real kind. Yeah. I don't know, man. That that long one at the end there was fascinating. Like I, we hear these stories from people, and um, I guess Paul would be a good example. Paul's story, he has countless, and I, there's some that I haven't even shared with you yet that he's emailed in that I need to get back to him about. But stuff where you're like, damn, I always thought I had crazy experiences, but then someone like Paul sends in his stories, and I'm like, yo, everything I experienced was basic as fuck. All right, there's no way. I could survive any of the stuff that the, the stuff he shares with us. I'm like, damn, this is a wild ride. One thing I'll say, well, first, when I mentioned the civil war area in that last story hmm. or that large story, rub my large head. Um, I mean, that place is notoriously haunted. It doesn't matter yeah. whether it's just the civil war, that place is all these haunted stories. There's so and many believe to that though. I believe people see things. I don't necessarily You've seen things yourself. You've seen the videos. You've I seen... don't believe it's, necessarily ghosts though i believe it's a recording in time that makes more sense Wouldn't to me that also kind of be a ghost though it's a go it's not a living it thing would, it's it, a it's a ghost it's it would a, be a ghost you know a, a ghost recording maybe it will be ghosts but it's different because i don't feel like there is a trapped soul there i feel like there is a trap trapped memory which hopefully is different than a trapped soul well, I mean, the earth is like a living organism, correct? That's why we call her Mother Nature. Wow, what's not? But Or Gaia. Wow, brought it back. Um, so wouldn't it make sense that if traumatic things happen, that the memory, like the same way that our memories are affected by trauma and that we as like human beings are affected by trauma, if the earth is made up of living organisms, plants, trees, everything that brings life, why can't it be affected by traumatic events as well in the same be. exact way that we are, you know? It would be. And, yeah. and it just has a different way of sharing those memories with us and maybe imprints on time is that. Yeah. And we've always talked about doing a stone tape idea or episode, but maybe we just need to do it. Civil War would be a good place to start with that, as well as like all the, pretty much all the, the hot spots, you know, like. Any, any place that humans have been and caused destruction, there's yeah. the, we could find something. True. I guess Christian and Scott stone wow. taped Explore the universe. Wow. Yeah. So much worse. Anyway, <laughs> I think, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. I want to, uh, something that came up, I can't remember which story, but they were like, I'm smoking a lot of dope. Oh yeah. That was the, the family one. I have never hallucinated crazy stuff like, high that. like that. And then I got high. I mean, there is that one acid trip many years ago. Bleep that out. The acid, what, acid trip. Just everyone, believe, everyone's just, heard it. Just believe acid. Everyone's heard the story. Oh, then never mind. I won't tell it again. Yeah. Yeah. But, you shared it like 10 times on this podcast. Man. Maybe it's a not great that many story. times, but that was scariest. One of the scariest things that's ever yeah. happened to me in my life. That, that is different. Yeah. But getting high, I've never hallucinated. Yeah. 
Well, of course not, because that's not how it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm like, like, when they said I've smoked a lot of dope, I'm like, that's yeah. not how it works. Exactly. Is there a lot of PCP in that J? I mean, my friend. Okay. Maybe if that was going on. Yeah. But yeah. But you would also be able to realize that because that's probably not the only thing you saw. You know, like the walls would be caving around you. You'd be freaking the hell out, quite frankly. What have our listeners seen in altered states? That's a good uh And these altered, altered states could be anything. I mean, people with a high fever. Wow. Yeah, those fever dreams and fever hallucinations are pretty nuts. As someone that I've never had through one. pneumonia for many... Uh, yeah, I've never had one of those that I know of. The whole flaming flames coming out of the floor and well let's not be ridiculous christian we're talking about hallucinations okay. not reality okay sorry so yeah close us out yeah before i get stupid well we're about 163 episodes too late for that but someone's got to come in and defend me yeah maybe maybe you know that's fine in my mind i heard crickets right after i said that well in reality you can too if you give me a second to comb through these sound pads but instead i think i'm just gonna say I just freeball it. That, that is, works. That is. Some people do that in life. That does kind of work for this. Anyway, uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. Let us know in the comments. If you're listening on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Have you ever stayed at a haunted location? Yes. Have you ever experienced anything? Christian, oh. you're not listening on YouTube. Okay. You are on the video, and I don't have time to explain this, but let us know in the comments. Or maybe we give a secret word that if you got to the end of the episode, you say, hey, tiddlywinks and we're like ah yes they got to the end of the episode so just comment tiddlywinks i guess who cares who cares right today sucked everyone on three now find us on social media at freaky deaky pod where you can witness our unraveling in real time and by our i mean mainly mine christian seems to be pretty cool and collected most of the days i needed to be today yeah that is true and there's just it's nice to have a balance you know you got chaos and you got some calm and it's a that's what people enjoy from the podcast i think i'm not trying to speak on behalf of our listeners you let us know you have comment functions on your phones and your rectangles that didn't delete everything today go 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 ahead and comment you know let us know what you think what's how are you doing how are the pictures of your son it's fine anyway we'll see you right back here next week where we're going to be diving into the halloween this is the fourth year in a row, huh? Damn, we've been doing this for a while. Year four, the Halloween spooktacular. It's coming in hot, unless Christian named it something else. Did you name it something else? Did you break off Brandon? I think I just have it under Halloween 2023 wow. for now, until wow. we, we add our fancy name to it. But Super invested in it. There is a, there's a story in the beginning that it's I have not been able to, to figure out where to put it. This is Tut- Halloween. It, it touched me when I first... Whoa. When I first... Uh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, not in that way. And I've remembered my large head. I've, I've remembered it for a few years now. So that's great. Good news. So we'll see you then. Yeah, we will see you then. Remember, sending your experiences to the gang at thefreakydiggy.com. Leave us a voicemail, 801-997-0051. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Hope you... Uh, I hope you dance. I hope you dance. I was like, well, how the fuck else am I going to end this? I hope that dance is macabre. Wow. I hope you dance with death. The devil. It's weird. That dance macabre. I just heard that song the other day. And then you said that. And I was like, that was popped into my head. Sorry.